Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome back to the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.com. Yeah. Dot podcast. No, not really. Not dot podcast. Dot bank. No, not dot bank. It's just a dot com. Good old dot com. You know them. You love them. It's a marketingmoneypodcast.com. <laughs> What's you, you're not even, are you even going to jump in on this? I can't. You're, um, you're, um, it looks like oh. your microphone is in. Shambles. I'm glad we're not on camera. You're, um, I'm dominating like I dominate everything. Is it? I just dominate. Bloviating. I just, I don't. You're, you're, you're bloviating. I don't bloviate. I just dominate. (laughs) You say tomato. I say tomato. What are we talking about today? Guess what? Chicken putt. You're, that's terrible. (laughs) How old are you? Five? (laughs) Are you five years old today? Uh, happy five, birthday. I'm five and a half. Happy, Thank bir- you very happy, much. happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy chicken butt. Yeah, that's 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 like worse than a cuss word. <laughs> it is. It's like so dumb. This is the best this is the funniest podcast we've ever done already. Yeah. Because you're talking about poultry in their rear ends. That's awesome. Poultry anus. That's I know. <laughs> Am I anus or your anus? <laughs> Once a planet. Is this an astro- astrology? <laughs> it's not an astrology podcast. Chicken about, butt. No. Gosh, stop. Okay. What are we talking about? Well, first of all, I was going to make an announcement until I said, guess what? And then you decided to run with a third grade joke. Jokey Jokerton. Okay. I, I got dominated. I, I, was, I was made known today that I will be chairing the ABA Marketing Conference, co-chairing the ABA Marketing Conference in Baltimore next September. Speaking of co-chair, let's talk about Mike Gundy for a minute. Mike Gundy? What's that have to do with coach? I do like Mike Gundy. Coach, I do like that you always try to make it a sports podcast. Coach, I do like the fact that he has some awesome hair. But You why- said co-chair. Co-chair. Mike Gundy, co-chair. Damn it, that was brilliant. <laughs> that was It was... That was in. We cussed like six times today. We didn't cut. I did. You did. I did. Dang it! Congratulations. I co-chair is awesome. If if Mike Gundy went to Coachella, how how would you even announce that? What if co-chair co-chaired a conference at Coachella? Yeah, Coachella. Co-chair co-chaired a conference at Coachella. They should. Mike Gundy should be the permanent co-chair of Coachella with his co-chair. All right. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. So, again, we'll be pumping that up as we get closer to it. But I just want to say, you know, hold me responsible. Yell at me. Email me. Tell me something good or bad if you want something done at the ABA conference. Because we will make it happen. We will. But I will not have Coach Hare at the conference. I'm getting you a mullet wig, Mike Gundy. Party in the front. Party in the back. Front. Business up front. Party in the back. Is that what it is? It's something. It's, yeah. It's a, Let's do a podcast, man. Stop messing around. <laughs> Me? 
Have you seen? I've tried to say three serious things, and you've made three fifth grade jokes. I don't know, Co- co-chair on Mike Gundy. I'm gonna pat myself on the back for that. That well, was that was like graduate school level. That was not fifth grade. I I might put you in eighth grade with that. One. Okay. I mean, it's it's pretty. So we looked back and saw that on the Marketing Money podcast, we are certain. There are certain topics we've covered. But we've actually never talked about social media. Can you we've, believe it? We've talked about direct mail. We've talked about billboards and no social and radio and content. But we've never we've we've mentioned being on it and ways to be involved in it. But we've never actually talked about social media. Do we have to though? Well, it was like the buzzword five years ago. I mean, it was it was social media, big data, millennials, content. Like that's kind of the order of things. Like now content. Year before it was millennials, year before it was big data, year before that was social media. The year before that it was, I don't know, whatever's going on in the the buzzwords or words. Virtual of the time. teller man. Yeah, it's never been like a marketing yeah. buzzword, but, oh, but well. social media Five years ago was the big buzzword that everybody talked about. Now it's kind of like you assume you're doing it. Yeah. So it used to be called like, new media. Now it's just media. It's almost traditional now if you talk mm-hmm. about how fast things change. So let's talk about how banks are unsuccessful or successful on social media. We've talked about the funny part about KFC and their eleven herbs and Herb, spices. We talked about that. That's funny. But you know how. But like, I mean, I'm, and so Wendy's. I'm talking my about question about that. So how long were they doing that before, before people found noticed? out? I mean, like how? I mean, I want to think it's genius because it is. But like, how long was it? Like, did they leak it to somebody? Did they like, hey, listen, did you? Had it been like they've only followed eleven people for like eighteen months and nobody noticed? Like, I really want to. I want to know the story behind this. So, if you know the story, email me and tell me. But it it is genius. But here's the thing: is you know. That's really good, and you know where we you know where banks get social media wrong. Everywhere, yeah, that's basically it. By first, being <laughs> anytime a bank, they try by being a bank. So you're you're, it's I don't know, man. It's like everybody does the same thing and tries to figure it out. And you it's know, our hundred and tenth birthday. Come celebrate with pic- us on Friday. Picture of a banker. Come Here's see our person us. at the United Way. Here's a golden shovel going to the ground. Here's a handshake. We're a business bank. You know, we talked about executive management affecting marketing a lot. And I know there are people that listen to this because I've met you that um, you know, some people executive management really is into marketing. you know, they back marketing a lot and some like just it's not a like would rather not do it. Some are even adversarial to it. But, like, the effect of that tiny target audience of what will get approved internally. Like, I don't know many, many people, many CEOs who would have approved the 11 herbs and spices thing in the bank world. That Whatever the version, whatever that version is. But it's pretty innocuous. Like, it wasn't controversial. It was silly. I mean, it was a fifth grade joke. But... For those that didn't catch it or know the or hear the last podcast, it's because KFC follows only eleven people on Twitter, and they are the five Spice Girls mm-hmm. and six guys named Herb. Just random. H-E-R-B, and they're random. It's not like six herbs, five spices, yeah. eleven herbs, yeah, and spices. yeah. So it's pretty genius. It's funny, uh, but it got media play. and it got media play. But that's that's all they're going to follow on Twitter, yeah. and they have two million followers on their side. So it's kind of funny that they have eleven herbs and spices. But I think it's very important to point out that that got media play 
that um, it got people to talking and is completely likely untrackable. I mean, they can go and look at their overall chicken sales on the two or three days surrounding that. And I, and I would You're bet, stuck on chicken today, brother. That's your second chicken mentioned today. They, yeah. didn't, they didn't sell any. You, you, you just, you chicken in today. Playing a rousing game of chicken. You I'm going to see who blinks first. Just, wing, I know just winging will, it. Just I winging know it. who that'll be. Keep just, winging it. Keep winging it. You're trying to sneak up. I'm trying hard. You're trying to sneak it in. I'm trying hard. Go ahead. <laughs> Coach here. It was too good. I, I can't, can't I can't get there. I keep cracking. It's Coach here because I can just see Gundy's hair right now mm. on you. Mm. I, I, I would turn his hair around and actually put it on top where I'm going bald because it would be reverse. <laughs> My poor peninsula male pattern baldness. I just turned around and look awesome. Oh, his is he's got carpet all over. Anyway, the silliness of it would anybody, you know, would, but what's the ROI of that? I, I was talking to a, a group of bankers and it was, you know, just about some traditional advertising. And I mean, basically, they didn't want to buy it or, or do it unless we could show them like where it would be guaranteed. And I was like, guys, all right, let's say we're going to sit down and make any investment. All you can guarantee is if you coupon it or something. In there well, not even, but you, you see it. But, there's but no, there's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. It's like going out um, and buying a piece of property. The the one that's a a sure deal that intersection of two major highways is a million dollars an acre, where the one out that might be good or might not be is is the one that's five hundred dollars an acre. In marketing, like, but but if I did something like eleven herbs and spices, would I would I would we open more accounts? And that that is also where we're getting it wrong. I mean, it's just where's my ROI on eleven herbs and spices? Well, I'll throw out a few misnomers. One is that social media is free. It ain't free. Time or money, pick it, and content. I mean, if you're gonna have creative, good content. And I'm not talking about 140 characters or whatever they upped it to. What did they do? Did they update it? Did they do that? Did they do that thing yet where they were going to update it to about 200 and some odd characters or whatever? I have noticed a significant increase in my ability to, to tweet. My people it's, that handle the Twitter tweets it's 140 for the bank. Still. It is 140 characters still. Yeah. Well, the people that handle it I think I'm just getting it. better at writing for it. Um, it I, that's the fun part about Twitter to me is that it challenges you to use your brevity skills, if you want to say that. To the point of social media and banking, I think one is most of us to, to – number one is the compliance issue you're talking about. Number two on it is the defensive posture that banks take. They look at it as more of it's a big complaint box. And I've seen way too many banks that want to set up reactive social media versus proactive social media. Hey, buzzwords, bingo. But – um True, I, but you, you know they, they look at it. As someone's going to come in, and if they comment, they're going to say bad stuff, and they're going to do all this. And they, then, how are we going to react? And are, there, are we going to violate BSA if we talk to someone about their banking because yes. they told us about their banking? So, how yes, do we respond to that? that? Yeah, don't, yeah people do it. Look, I cannot tell you how many times people go on our Facebook or Twitter or the, Instagram, what, and, they, I, and they claim that they've gone to the branch. Or they've called the call center. No, they've done all of it. They've done all of it. And here's my account number, and they literally type their account number in it, and they say, here's my account number, here's my problem, here's what I need to do, and here's their issue. And I'm sitting there going, okay, anyone could take your account right now. Anyone could. You've just put it out to the world, and through being on social media, I can probably find out enough to maybe even call in and figure out your account, your mm -hmm. how to do something. And so that baffles me. 
Speaking First of which, all, let me let me let me throw it aside. Yeah, like mother's out. maiden name is like a as like a password thing now. Like through Facebook, I can find out almost anybody's mother's maiden name. Probably, I think we probably need to take that away as a secondary. I think we should name a band mother's maiden name. Yeah, who? What would what would? It's got to be a cover band of another band. Hmm. Who sings about mothers a lot? Danzig? Like a Danzig? Yes. That would be it. Mother's maiden name. You'd Danzig sing, cover band. Mother. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Or Ozzy Osbourne, one of those. Yeah. But anyway, ah, we digress again. So let's let's get it back. So one, compliance. Two, complaint box. I think three is banks are built around conservative practices for the most part because it's people's money, especially community banks. Well, bankers aren't very good at being social anyway, except for your real good relationship bankers. And I mean, so to be on social media, you have to be social. And it's not just, here's a picture of a headshot. Like, how many times have you ever just like... Well, that's why as silly as they are, and look, I haze them because of who I am, but they work apparently with views or when you get a bunch of bankers and have them dance to some music. Seriously, go look at the banks that do that and the views they get, and they get all popular because they make them do a dance to some music. They throw it up on YouTube, and then they tweet it out and put it on Facebook, and they're like, oh, look how great they look. Silly they are. And to me, I'm like, I don't I don't find much enjoyment in watching a, board, a banking board dance around, but apparently people do. It, it Go out and look at it. It does. Mama said, if you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. I, I'm just saying. So I'm going to let not say anything about that. I, I'm I'm just saying. I that's my opinion. It's my podcast. Well, let me it's our podcast. Well, it's like we about apparently today it's mine because you're just over there jostling around or something. I'm giving some some good like insert stuff. Good insert stuff. Yeah, like, like a just, like a statement stuffer. That's the, your comments today are the equivalent of a statement stuffer. If that statement stuffer were awesome, yeah. Well, there's no such thing as an awesome statement stuffer. Co-chair. But you can't go back to the same joke over and over again. Well, that's all I got. That's like, <laughs> you just can't keep going back. It's like, got a new, like how new long one. it is in the back. Got to get a new one. Got to get a new one. That, yeah, hair, I, yeah, that hair ends at some point. It does. But so we still haven't even gotten into really the guts of social media and banking. And I'm going to start with what I think you do is you've got, and this goes to another topic, you've got to have relevant content for the channel. Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of banks do that. I mean, if you're going to do the snap up 10 second, you got to have a good 10 second video on Snapchat. If you're going to go for Facebook, you got to have something that's that's got less 20 percent, I think, is the is the characters or copy you can have versus the video or picture. So you've got to have it built for that. And well, that's to, for it to be boostable, boostable. Yeah. But that's social why media. You, and that's yeah. reach. Why would you? I mean, I understand if it's an event you want to put it out there. But if you're going to boot boosting it is to me is that's. That's paying for no people dude, to see. It. You just send it out to the, your fifty followers, and we put it out. Yeah. Everybody saw it. That obviously I'm being. You sarcastic. can get ten thousand people for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean it's like it's ridiculous Why how easy you? it is to boost. Why wouldn't you do it? So you got that, and then I mean, are you building for Twitter? Are you shortening the? Are you shortening the copy? Are you creating it where it's punchy enough to where someone would actually go read it? Uh, and then maybe would they retweet it? And then you know, well, that's the thing: the shareability, like you know, views, all that stuff, but. To me, um, I've always the if something got shared eighty times, that you you you've hit a home run. Eighty times. Well, I mean, if something I would say this: if something were viewed eighty thousand times or shared eighty times, 
or yeah. liked eight eight thousand times. Shares what? are three times a view. I think you want if you had equate. You think it's more than that? Like, what would you put the value on it? Oh, I mean. Ten times at least. You think it's ten I, times I mean, a view? Yeah, because well, a view well, is sliding through. A well, share is you've actually you, taken the well, time to send it out. You, it it lets you know you did something worth sharing. I mean that that's you know that's the thing is one of the best things that that we've ever done in social media was putting clients in it who had featuring a client for a business case who had incredible followers. Yeah, well we've talked about that before, and, and it's sort of what we did with. Uh, some of our content with Orca Coolers on Renaissance Nation. If you want to see what a halfway decent blog site goes, looks like in my opinion, because it's ours, it might not be nice to you. But uh, go to Renaissance Nation yeah, dot com, and Orca was one where uh, they make coolers. And uh, anyway, we did a little video with them, and we changed it up for the channel and different size. We had over a million views of it. Now shares, I think there were a couple thousand, maybe three thousand shares. Uh, but in that, we had the old. You can hit bingo again on your. Um, board there because i'm gonna say synergies bing, 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 there you go and so uh so they shared it with their folks we share it with our folks uh rated red our production company that we work with shares it with their folks so you get all these kind of different avenues of people looking at it and they have a lot of followers other group has followers we have followers so it kind of works um i think on facebook we have seventeen thousand followers probably average i'd guess for a bank maybe good maybe bad i, I don't mean, know i think it's on the high side but to the to the point of that is the combining of the shareability is one thing. Uh, I think you've got to have the right content for the right channel. I know people roll their eyes and go, well, no joke. Well, if it's no joke, why aren't you doing it? Well, I mean, that's <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. Like, I don't see it. it. We, I don't see it. We talk about it so much that people go back back to the same well over and over that, that I don't know, the photo of bankers, nothing interesting. And it's really hard to coach people or to teach something like this of how to go do content. Um, if I had the answers of a, of good content for you, something that's unique, I wouldn't tell you. I would tell you because yeah, we you would, pay me to do that. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I wouldn't tell you, audience, listener, member. But um, because it is tough. But you hear it everywhere. But I don't see anybody like stopping what they're doing, having a retreat, which has also been a subject of the podcast, going out and just saying like, we have to find something that's unique. Like, well, no. and the frustration is, is you have conservative bankers who you have to get everything approved by, most likely. And when you go or talk to them, it's help me make something go viral. Let's make something go. I've heard, I can't, you've heard that too. People, mm. clients have come to you and said, I want to make a viral video. I want to make something go viral on Facebook or YouTube or whatever. And you're going, I don't know what the definition of viral is, number one, because it's different to di many people. You just don't – you don't make stuff that goes viral. It either happens or it doesn't. Usually it happens by unforeseen circumstance. I mean – You definitely have the intention for something to be viral. I, I mean, how many – I would love to see a stat on how many videos, like did, did somebody really set out they thought it was going to be viral? It had, a, it had all the – I wish before you loaded a video up, Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or someone would do a study to where right before you clicked – submit or load up or whatever it said how many views and shares do you think you'll have yeah. and it was confidential they rolled it into this big study and came back and said all right the people doing cat videos think they're going to have ten thousand views the people doing cartoonish babies talking or something you know shit or whatever the word is they're doing their thing you know they're doing their stuff and so anyway you go down the line and 
who, how could you find out what thought was going to have yeah. something? And we know this is going to get a hundred thousand, and then it gets five, and someone goes, "Oh, this isn't going to do anything." Yeah. We're, we're, of, we're putting it up as content so other people can get it if they need it, and then it gets ten thousand shares or whatever. Yeah, right? I mean, I had a video which I'm not going to name the name of the personality in the video. Maybe it would get hundred thousand views now, but I was like, "This thing is going to get a ton of views," and it got a hundred. Yeah, maybe a thousand. Yeah, it's like nobody cared. Partially timing. Yeah. It's partially content and it's partially channel and followers. And mm -hmm. so when and all then luck and, and some luck and when all of it hits, you get it. Um, but, um, so looking down the tax, I think we haven't talked about social media because of how hard it really well, is. Well, We could do, we're going to do another podcast on it. I'm calling it right now because there's so much to cover on it. And I think just getting into it and trying to stay under our kind of lim time limit is hard. I mean, and so again, we start with, is it compliant? Number two, is it, proactive versus being defensive number three is the content is it measured right uh, number four uh try to own this is my opinion so it's our our podcast uh pick a channel and own one channel get really good at one and then go the other one if you don't have the manpower or yeah. person power in today's pc times to go after it but you see you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying by that like human capital choose, bingo choose facebook we got all of our bingo we, so. yes because free space FTEs. Yes, FTEs. So how many FTE, um, FTE human capital hours can you put? I I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah, it makes you're using words and acronyms. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but anyway, uh, just if you pick one, choose Instagram, choose Facebook, choose Snapchat, choose choose LinkedIn, and just and, have a bunch of business. Type articles or some videos, content. and and then tie it back to a, to people so that they can post stuff. Uh, there's great vendors out there that have pre-approved content you can use. Mm -hmm. uh, just make sure it's your voice, and make sure it's it's humanized. I, I doesn't need to be too bankerly. Human centric, human centric design. Mm. Yeah, that's the new, that's the new web pitch. Human centric. I'm going to get like a little bell every time we hit like a marketing buzzword. I'm going to ding. Oh, wait. Hey, I, I bet this whole a, podcast would be nothing but that noise. There's an app for that. There is. There probably is an app for that. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah, here's here's a good app for that. Is that one good? Yeah. Yeah, I think that one. I like good. it. So anyway. Uh, signing off. for <laughs> Signing off for the Marketing Money <laughs> Podcast. I don't know if I want to sign off yet. Have we finished talking about social media for this one? Um, well, I mean, that's the trouble is we are, um, I don't think you We're can. We're not being very social today. I'm incredibly social. You're. Congratulations on being co-chair. Yes, it's beautiful, isn't it? My plumage is awesome. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I just wanted to announce that and you stole all my thunder. <laughs> thunder stealer. Thund thunder stealer over there. So anyway, we've jostled around with social media today, but I guess the takeaway from this is. Find your own personality, deliver it to the channel as it should be delivered to the channel. Uh, again, if it's Snapchat and it needs to be a vertical video, don't put a horizontal video on it. If it's um, Twitter, you know, make sure it meets whatever criteria they have. Be creative with it. And if it's Facebook, I mean, know that Facebook is more friendly. It's not a business platform. You don't need to go in with a business talk the same way you would on LinkedIn. And I don't know. There's there's other things. Be visual. Um, if you scroll through Facebook, I've noticed this really gotten a lot more video friendly from the delivery standpoint. When you go through it now, it's almost every th I'd say a third of all the posts now seem to be videos. Uh, maybe I follow too many businesses, but anyway, uh, 
Uh, so I think video is starting to absolutely own. Oh, uh, pro tip, pro tip on uh, posting videos. Put closed captioning on them. I think it's 70% of the views don't actually click on it to hear the volume because they're people that are slacking in means and looking at it. So if you take anything from the, away from this jargon and discussion and joke of coach's hair and chickens and whatever else uh, that Josh decided to add to the podcast today, so if you just add closed captioning to your videos that you post on social media, you'll probably increase your viewership. And so I just gave you a pro tip that you can take away that you already knew, but you'd forgotten. Right? Mm-hmm. Signing off for the Marketing Money Podcast at marketingmoneypodcast.destroyed. <laughs>